Eurovision. Welcome to Eurovision, a podcast with a unique Irish perspective on the Eurovision Song Contest. 12 points. Ireland. Oh, Goody on Eurovision podcast. Is that right, Louise? Go on, Connor. <laughs> I thought I didn't know it. he was going to do that. Unreal. I know the face was like, "What?" You're for killing girl. Welcome back, everyone, to the Eurovision podcast, and we're back with another episode of our mini series. This is the journey to Eurosong 2023, and we've spoken to some of the acts competing in Eurosong, and we've got another act for you today. We'll be speaking to the duo from Longford. K Money and ND. Woo! Great lads by the sounds of things, you know, reading their interview snippets and stuff. So going to be mm. a great chat with them, I feel. Good vibes from these guys, I have to say. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Now, Enjoyed their documentary? That, yes, welcome mm-hmm. to Longford. Mm-hmm. Definitely check it out on YouTube. It's basically kind of taking on the journey of them as it's artists. It's pretty short. It's quite easy it's to watch. It's about 14 minutes long, yeah. so it's quick and, and easy. And their mammies are in it. Yes. Isn't that lovely? Yes. You and, you know, the, the town as well, seeing how Longford sports I know as well. very little about Longford as well. So it's just yeah. kind of nice to have, like, another area of the country Explored. represented. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, it's like Dublin and Galway and Cork, we hear so much about them. Yeah, so. too much. Yeah. As dubs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair, fair. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, before that, before we get into Down in the Rain and K-Money and Andy, mm-hmm. we're going to be discussing Eurosong 2023, the changes coming along to the voting system. Mm-hmm. So last year we had a three-way split instead of a 50-50 split. So we had three-way yes. split. We had an international jury. Yes. We had the televote. Yes. And then we had a professional panel. Some would say just a panel. But anyway, a panel A of group people. of people who had huge <laughs> voting power. Yes. For what? Nothing. Please tell me. To terrorise us? Probably. <laughs> Love the honesty, but yeah, we you had a three way split. Oh, absolutely, no sugar coating. <laughs> Let's get real, Paul Harrington. I'm ready. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I love rock and roll kids, and that's it. <laughs> I love Charlie McGettigan. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he used your back to ride on. <laughs> There's like so many layers of like, oh, of like. Eurovision and Irlande loop while Laura here. Like, let's not confuse the listeners. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, that was last year anyway. So yeah. what is coming this year, Leo? Are we sticking with the three-way system or is it gone? Let us know what, what's happening. So yes, indeed, we can confirm, I suppose, based off our recent enough chat with Michael Keeley, the head of delegation from RTE, he confirmed with us that it would again be the three-way split of the public vote, the kind of Irish jury vote, as it were, and the international vote. 
Now, the main kind of difference we expect to see this year is that Michael also confirmed that he doesn't intend the kind of in-studio panel who are commenting in between the songs to be the same people who are voting on the songs. So there's kind of two sides to this coin, I suppose, in terms of is that a good or a bad thing? On the one hand, like we were just kind of alluding to it and joking around in regards to, say, Paul Harrington last year. Mm-hmm. Look, legend, love rock and roll kids, musically and stuff, but, um, you know, there was comments like, comparing a singer to Adele and just kind of very out of field, sort of out of touch stuff being yeah. said. Um, every single person being praised. Not, to be honest, not really much not, not adding much to the, no. to the conversation really, you know. All we can recall about that is like silly things like the Adele comment. There was no mm-hmm. real substance. There was no real weight behind a lot of what they were saying. Um, praising everybody and everything when they clearly didn't like every song, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, on the one hand, I kind of welcome it uh, when you also considered that like that panel are going to be potentially influencing viewers yeah, and their opinions on the songs. Um, Michael confirmed with us that he wants the panel who are there to be honest and to kind of stand behind what they say and, um, you know, kind of prepping the artists in Eurosong to be prepared for that, that mm-hmm. not every panellist might love their song or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. On the flip side of the coin though, Connor, pardon me, we haven't really talked about this either, so no, I'm, I'm yeah. curious to know what you think. Pardon me is a little bit concerned that if the panel are there and they're saying whatever and like we've no clue who this Irish jury are, could they vote in a really just weird, wacky way and then they'll nearly not get away with this, but... Um, <laughs> they feel more It'll free. be a bit less public and um, if ju- if they just vote strangely or, you know, whatever, in yeah. a dishonest way, is it... Yeah. Yeah, interesting take there to, to kind of consider. <sighs> yeah, I, I guess in a way that can happen. Um, you hope it wouldn't. Yeah. I do think that, you know, the panel last year, there was four on it. I think either way, they need to expand that to about 10 just to get a good sample size. Yeah. I, I guess that's just the kind of one of the clauses you have to take into consideration when, you know, taking away the public kind of panel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're giving their views, but they're not voting. But, you know, they're locked away in a room and watching the show. Mm. So they do have free will really to vote whatever way they want. And yeah. I guess that's just the caveat of it. Yeah, I suppose it's it away. the same as the international jury too, in a way. Like yeah, true. Even though way. we did know who they were, mm. so unless that's the way they're going to go about it. Mm. Um, yeah, and as well, I don't know if, you know, would the alternative bringing back the national juries, you know, where each county, not yeah, the county, but the, the provinces kind of voted. You remember in Eurosong a couple of years ago, it used to be the provinces used to have a panel in each that might be a better alternative for that kind of 33% yeah. split. Yeah. So I'm not too sure, you know, I, I think you do need to broaden out. It's the same with Eurovision as well, you know, with the juries, you need a broader sample size to really yeah. get a proper representation and a proper kind of valid result in my eyes, I mm-hmm. think. But I guess that's just a chance you take by taking away the public kind of image of, of the panel being visibly voting as opposed to, you know, mm hidden away of who who's on the panel. I don't know who's on the panel. But yeah, no, I'm interested to see how that plays out. Who We spoke at length about like juries and voting in general with Michael. Like 
in regards to actual Eurovision too and you know Michael has made it very clear that he does not like crooked jurors mm. in his own words page 5 of the sun by the way <laughs> I was we never actually talked I was wondering either, how many yeah. episodes it would take for us to like drop in that um, that episode uh. made the paper <laughs> Oh my god! It's such yeah. an Eurovision thing, isn't it? Like <laughs> you won't believe, like lads, the, the Saturday morning that Connor rang me and told me Eurovision was in the p- paper. I was like, "What?" You the didn't son believe of me. You were like, "No chance." No the chance. Son of all things. Yeah. Um. But anyway, anyway, returning to my point. Yeah, we spoke at length about that with Michael. He does not like crooked jurors. Mm-hmm. But also, I suppose we touched on the whole idea that like. Is any voting system perfect? Like, oh, probably yeah, not. Yeah. It's very difficult to get it right. Um, I know something Michael has also touched on before, which I would tend to agree with, is especially when it comes to a country like Ireland, where community voting mm-hmm. is very prevalent. Absolutely. And can be weighted in a way that's maybe not fair. Um, having that split is a good thing, you know, where it's like, it is a thing in Ireland where it's like, if you're from Ballina Town down the road and it's got a big population and a very supportive community, Ballina Town down the road are going to vote for Martin mm-hmm. uh, with the wee guitar because sure isn't he a lovely boy. But yeah. is it actually the best song for Eurovision? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then Ballina Town down the road has maybe swayed the whole vote or whatever for like an entire country's yeah. representative when it might not be the best song or whatever. So I think from that point of view, it's good. Let's get into the public vote a bit. And this is my chance to appeal to the British and people who live in the United Kingdom and have a phone number with a plus four four prefix. You can vote on the Northern Irish number. You did not hear this here first because... Porig from Wee Wee Blogs. Hi, Porig, friend of the podcast. Great guy. Uh, He was an absolute genius last year and kind of like just dropped it on Twitter fairly casually. And I swear to God, I sent it to every UK person I could find. (laughs) Vote for Brooke, vote for Brooke. Use the NI number. I have a vivid image of you. Eurosong's on the TV. Louise is in the corner crunched up on the phone scrolling frantically and you can see the concentration in her face of like frantically DMing UK, every British UK. person she She's from the UK. She's from the UK. Hi, hi. Would you mind voting for Brooke? Thank you. Can you send this to your group chat? You guys, you're, you've lots of UK. Right? Will you send that? Thank you. Thank you so much. They were legends as well. So many of them were like, yep, yeah, done. No bother. No problem. Voted for her. So if you are a listener of our podcast and you are based somewhere in the UK, you should go and use that Northern Irish number on February the 3rd. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. Vote for your favourite. Um, but back them and, you know, just 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 think about what, what would be great for Ireland going forward, you know? Like, I, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. And to be honest, I really like most of the songs in Eurosong this year. And um, that's something like Connor and I are going to get more into in another mm-hmm. episode, our favourites and um, how we feel about the songs. But yeah, vote for your favourite. You can have a say and like, I don't know. It doesn't It doesn't really bother me that people in the UK can vote because no, like they did a good job really. last year. Yeah, they helped with books. I think so. it's kinda... You know, we saw last year how wrong the 
public, the not the public, the mm-hmm. you know in studio jury got it. You know, they're so I have the stats here. I oh, have the receipts. Fire ahead. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. All right. So the international jury had Brendan Murray in last, Rachel Good second to last, Miles Graham in fourth, Janet in third, Patrick second, and Brooke first. That's almost the way I expected the total result it's to go. The international jury were pretty... Bang on the money. Pretty on yeah. the money. They only really disagreed with the televote when it came to Rachel Good because the televote put Rachel second. And that was um, what you were probably down to the Galway, balance slow element, I would say. And it being a bit more of a bop, maybe. Yeah. A bit more televote more, yeah, friendly more than like to... some of the ballads would have been, yeah. I suppose. Then let's go to the studio jury. Mm-hmm. Last place, Rachel Good. That doesn't shock me, to be honest, with the studio Jury. Second to last, Brooke. That is ridiculous. Re- like, how? How is that the second? No, that's not. That's so you right. are watching that show and you thought Brooke was the second least. Mm, no, that's silly. Then in fourth, they had Patrick. So it's like the international jury's top two, Brooke and Patrick. Are in the bottom three. Are in the bottom three in the studio juries, which is just bizarre. It's a complete flip. So weird. Then they had Brendan third, which was... The other jury's last. Not surprising though, in terms of, you know, a panel going yeah. for that old Ireland. Old Ireland, yeah. you know, a nice ballad. Lovely boy. Lovely boy yeah. from Galway, you know. Lovely smile. Uh second Very specific. Well do you, do you know like they just they love a lovely Charismatic, boy, don't they? Yeah. They do. Um second they had Miles and first oh, place sorry, no. Adele Janet with um Ashley yesterday. yesterday. Uh tell about probably Same. the one I'm aligning the most with. They had Brendan in last, yep. Janet second to last. Yep. Kind of surprisingly, um Patrick in fourth, mm-hmm. then Miles third, then Rachel second and Brooke first. Yep. But like you can see across the board just this the international and the televote just aligning yeah. much more. Um, and I think as well, if you think of the televote in terms of like today, yeah, fan wise, people love Brooke. People love Rachel still. You know, she they is, are the two that they we are ha- the two that people really really back still. They are, yeah, they really. And are. And even if you look at the streams, like obviously Brooke's like millions because obviously she went on to Eurovision yeah. and people love her. But Rachel Good is like like a couple of hundred thousand streams. We still talk about Rachel Good. And we still take talk about her. Do you know I literally so, was typing last night in an Irish fan chat, being like, "Feel the wind in my hair." That's like, like got my top five Spotify and Raps at Christmas. What's which it shocked Connor? me now, but like I love the song, but like it, it, do you know what I mean? It just you has felt that the wind in your hair I clearly. did and I'm loving me love you know? was is still there <laughs> and you're loving you good for you good, Connor yeah. you 2023 love yourself 2023 love yourself year of loving myself but um, but, but yeah I think the Televo probably does represent the feeling when you look back on your song 2022 yeah. nowadays do you mean so yeah, but I think the big the big issue there you know the winner being second last in the, in the studio jury's view now Another thing as well, it's worth to note, when you looked at the standings after we had the international and the studio, it was a tie, I think, at the top. Whoever really won the televote. And Ryan made a point of saying, you know, oh, it's down to you guys and that's the way it should be. Would you say, hmm, could have been set up for, you know, a televote, you know, the televote winner because you guys decide and it's your choice. I think psychologically it makes sense to put the televote last because there's sort of a thing, like, understandably, they would want 
the fans and the viewing public to feel like they have a say and I think that was maybe one of the things that was being said in the conversation of Ireland at Eurovision mm-hmm. over the last few years was people being like I don't know how they choose the entry like where do they get them from like mm-hmm. we're not involved so there is that kind of effort I suppose you might say um, something coming from RTE to try and involve people more in the decision making yeah. process because um, it was strange how it aligned you know for for the big finale of oh whoever wins you know and you know Brooke coming second last yeah you know that's it just so far off everyone else's votes you know it sticks out like a sore thumb mm. but I don't know it's we'll a funny know. one then could could you also kind of like because obviously we have a little bit of bias in us in a sense, mm-hmm. Connor, because we love Brooke and we love the song. We yeah. kind of always have. Then like you wonder, trying to look at it from another perspective, okay, the televo is like the viewing public, people watching the telly, tuning in on the RT player. And then the international jury were obviously streaming in live via Zoom mm-hmm. and we're seeing a recording of it with the camera angles. Whereas that studio jury were sitting right in front of Brooke. Yeah. So, I don't know, did it not hit as well live without like the camera angles Mm -hmm. and like that sort of stuff? Yeah, I'm probably making excuses for it. Yeah, I think we're probably delving so far into it we're getting into dissecting it properly. But But what we know anyway, the point is for this year is that it's the same Mm -hmm. split, but the difference being the panellists and the Irish jury will no longer be be the same people. They'll be separate entities. Yeah. So... Are you happy with that, Connor? I think so. I yeah. think something had to change. So I'm good that, you know, there has been an effort to change things. Yeah. Whether it works or not, we'll have to, you know, it remains to be seen. But yeah, I think something had to change. And I'm glad that it was clear to the producers, as you know, because it was very clear to fans that that was a big error in Eurosong, you know, mm-hmm. that, that panel being... Being so and the touch. comments being, to be honest, and the comments being, you know, oh yeah, you're lovely. Oh, it was I embarrassing. Story. Yeah, so and, you know that became a running meme within the Eurovision. Yeah, fandom, like international so. fans. Yeah, so and it'd be good, especially this year because it is a competitive national final. Yeah, it'd be good open. to hear people's honest opinion. Of, yeah, yeah, I love your song, but is it right or you know? The one thing is, I I still just have a little issue with people commenting and like they That's are a, yeah, I was going to bring that up for you, yeah. Now, there was a suggestion made last night. I believe it was by a friend of ours. Also, another Connor. So many Connors in the Eurovision world. Um, Connor from Cork. Why don't we, okay, have people chatting, but instead of this chat, chat, chat about the song and sort of random enough people's opinions mm-hmm. about the song, just spend that time actually like interviewing the artist and asking them more, more about depth, them yeah. and like the songwriting process. Yeah. You know, would that be a better use of the time? Because as Michael and I established, <laughs> the Late Late Show is primarily a talk show. And Michael, if you're listening, I know, yes, it's an entertainment show, but it's primarily a talk show where Ryan Tuberty, the host, talks I'm getting PT- to TSD his lights. guests. <laughs> and yes, sometimes there's one or two songs on the Late Late Show, but a national selection for Eurovision is primarily about the music, music and not the talk, 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 talk talking. Talk. So case closed. No, you're. Dead, I don't right. want to keep talking about this, but, oh, but you're dead. I feel you're dead. Right. Absolutely dead. Right. I, yeah. For me, I don't have a big issue with the panel commenting on it. Like, I guess. The, it, you know, the Late Late Show is 9.35 to like 25 past 11 at night. So yeah. it's nearly, it's like two two hours long. So 
with six songs, the, you know, the only way around that is filling out the show with the talking bits. And they they won't put on more songs, which is a shame, because I think you could easily fit ten songs in mm. without the talking bits mm. and get the voting and stuff like that. So It'll make the voting a bit more exciting too. Yeah, a bit more open. Yeah. Remember yeah. Euro's song years ago, the points used to be like 66 points and stuff. Was that just because it was the National Jury? With the with the provinces that I kind PTSD of bought today. from the old Euro songs. I've wiped them from my memory. <laughs> I can't remember. I've never. I just remember reco- the points being huge. I've never recovered from Amy with crashing yeah. down being robbed ten years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm still talking about it. So yeah, this Euro song though, yes. we have two lads from Longford who were dying to chat to. Yes, and they're such great lads. Their song's really cool. I hope they get on well. Yeah. I'm really, actually, so happy to see them in the mix. Good representation of Definitely. the genre. Up a Longford. Yes. Shall Upper we chat Longford. them? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing I never thought I'd hear you say. But That's anyway. probably like the least Longford thing to say. I'd say, <laughs> Longford. I'd say people from Longford are like, ah, what shut up. Um, anyway, shall we chat to them? Yes. Here is our interview with K Money and ND. From nowadays to LT, the change was amazing. Downhill since then, it was never the same. So much miscommunication, walls almost caved. If I'm really being honest, I was down See, in the rain. I was rain. down in the rain. Had to go and make a change. Attacks from the left and the right, they were coming almost every single day. Mm, I was down in the rain. Had to go and make a change. Attacks from the left and the right, they were coming almost every Money. single day. Yo, yo, yo. I mean, I could have banged F, but Kai's in the girls. Facts. The women, nothing, nothing, but expecting the world. Why? She was selling me dreams, I was thinking about pearls. Music money coming, but then shit took a turn. Shit. When we dropped LT, I be feeling like the boss again. Mm-hmm. A few months later, asking God, will we pop again? God. Labels stopped calling, they were silent through my suffering. Motivation gone, nearly gave up with the hustle. Felt like God wasn't listening, I'm asking for repentance. Uh-huh. Losing money quick, so I cut back on my spending. Yeah. Head was in the clouds, my soul required mending. Now we're down in the rain, it's the days that we were trending. Had to go and make a change Attacks from the left and the right They were coming almost every single day We are delighted to be joined by another finalist in Eurosong 2023 Joining us right now is K-Money and ND Who have their song, Down in the Rain Welcome to the podcast, lads Hello, guys Thank you guys for having us, thank you No problem, it's great to speak with you Firstly, congratulations on making the final six songs It must be an absolute mad week for you both How are you feeling about it all? Still, it's still like a dream Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel real But um, we're working towards the big show So yeah Tell us about your background then How did you guys get into songwriting And, you know, putting out music? At the start, like, obviously We, we got into music as a joke It was like 20, 2017 um, We made a song with a group of our friends But in, in 2020, that was the year we started taking it really, really seriously. So um, we dropped our hit song, Long for Town. That went crazy and it really put us out there and it put us on the map. And ever since then, like the ball has been rolling. So it's been it's been good and it's been a great experience. You, we about watch your documentary, your mini documentary, Welcome to Longford on your YouTube channel. And it's such yeah. an interesting story and such a, it's mad how the town of Longford supports you guys so much. Yeah. And it's, it's a fascinating story. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, I feel like um, at first we were kind of like wondering, is this town going to support us? But they've actually shown us so much love. So I can never complain saying that Longford hasn't supported us. They've actually pushed us so hard. Even now, 
Like, I don't even have to tell anybody. Literally, you'll see it on um, all the news outlets. Longford, Thailand, but everyone's congratulating us. It's crazy. Oh, that's amazing. Putting Longford on the map. <laughs> yeah. Like, now when I think of Longford, it's obviously Maura Higgins yeah. and you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. No, I haven't. We'll have to go yeah, on AZ, you guys, in concert or something. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, you've kind of touched on it, but like, how are you feeling now that you're participants for Eurosong? Like, what was your initial reaction when you got the good news that you're in? The story behind how we even um, entered into it is actually so funny because basically, like, we never had no intention of entering Eurovision or anything like that. So um, basically, my I have two younger siblings and they're huge fans of the Late Late Toy Show. So I was trying to find out how can I be the best Big Brother and get them to watch the Late Late Toy Show live. So I was looking on the IT website and then um, there was a forum, but the forum was like asking me questions about like, who's your Irish hero and all this. I was like, why is it asking me these questions? So I just clicked out of the forum. <laughs> I seen um, in the corner, um, enter Eurovision 2023. So in my head, I'm like, okay, let me just enter. What's the worst that can happen? So I just entered the song and I promise you, I forgot about it completely. I didn't even tell them ND about it because I didn't think anything would come out of it. And so like two months after, I think it was a few days after my birthday as well. I got a call from um, uh, IT and I, someone, uh, it was Michael, and he was saying, oh, we heard your song. So I'm thinking that he's going to tell you, oh, it was good, but it wasn't being selected. And then he said, oh, it's been selected. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and so I told MD, and MD was shocked. <laughs> so Andy, you you had no idea any of this was happening? I had no idea. So <laughs> I got I, I got the call. I, I just come out of a lecture. I, I got the call. And when he kept saying sentence after sentence, like it didn't feel real. It honestly didn't feel real. He was saying, um, we're going to be on the late, late show. I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> it, it didn't it didn't feel real. It was it was one of the biggest shocks I've, I've ever had in my whole life, honestly, honestly. That's good that you took it so well, because it could have gone two ways. You either <laughs> really, really were happy or really, really angry. <laughs> so it's good that you received it well. I love the toy show link to Eurovision. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Very Irish. <laughs> Said it there that you decided to submit a song just as spontaneously. Why Down in the Rain? Because obviously there's other songs on your EP, Welcome to Longford. Mm-hmm. Why was it that song that you decided to go with? I think, well, so firstly, some of uh, the songs on our EP had been released uh, before. So like, obviously they wouldn't have been eligible due to the day. And I think Down in the Rain was one of the songs on the EP that we felt like, I think after we had done the EP, we were like, yo, this is one of the strongest songs on the EP. So, I'll just submit it. And I don't think there wasn't actually a massive um, thinking process behind it. I was even thinking, oh, this is your vision. I was just like, okay, this is a nice song that we have. Let me just submit it and see what happens. I think like the response to the song has been really positive. It's definitely a song that we we haven't seen in like that kind of genre, that kind yeah. of style. Um in your song or in the selection so it's it's really exciting and yeah. um, yeah. fair play when you guys heard it what did you think of it it's really catchy <laughs> really catchy yeah like really we were catchy. singing it before while we were waiting we were having a, having a water we were saying to end in the rain <laughs> it's it just it's something it you know if it was on the radio it wouldn't feel out of place and sometimes songs on your song can feel like that but down in the rain definitely just slots into you know mainstream radio and that's it's something really that, current Definitely. Really current, yeah. Can I ask you guys a question, actually? I know it's your guys' podcast. I want to ask you guys. No, <laughs> I've seen on Twitter, like, everyone's kind of confused about the genre. Some people are calling it this, that. I wonder, what do you guys think the genre is called, actually? I don't, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? You mentioned drill in your documentary, but I don't yeah. think it's, it's I, drill. No, no. no. no, no <laughs> I was like... I'm either. the worst person to ask about genres. I'm just like, it's a good song or it's a bad song. And it's a good song in my eyes. So it could be a pop ballad, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> country. So what, yeah. <laughs> I know it's definitely not country. 
So what what is the genre then for you guys in in your in your eyes? Um, the genre the genre is called Afro swing actually. That's the ah. actual genre. It's kind of like a sub um, version of Afro beat if that makes if you guys have heard okay. of that. And so like it's quite popular in um, obviously Africa, America, the UK, the UK that type too, of vibe. Yeah. Yeah, the UK is very big than the UK. But I've seen a lot of people confused. Some people didn't know what to label it as. And I was like, oh, so you guys don't have a head of your foot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's so important that it's in, you know, if yeah. people aren't. But it's, it's funny that you mentioned the UK because the British fans in particular, the feedback has been yeah. like, God, this is so current for yeah. UK radio. Absolutely. Um, And that they're like nearly surprised it's not coming from the UK. The so UK. that's really cool. Yeah. You're like ahead of the curve in Ireland. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. So what is the meaning behind Jane in the Rain then? I mean, um, the first time you, you can go ahead. Whoever no, no, you go first. You go first. <laughs> I mean, this happens the whole time through interviews. It, it happens with us as well. The first time we got on the phone and, and we spoke about the song, we wanted to like let people know our story. And, and and depict a period in our, in our in our music careers where we didn't really see where it was going. So it was a difficult time for us, and we wanted to like to just just let our hearts out in a way, and 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 show the people that although sometimes things might not be going good, it's important to stick to stick true to yourself and believe you, believe in your dreams as well. And it's quite funny as well how the song came about because originally we didn't have we had a, um, a different idea for our EP completely. It was going to be the sports related. We scrapped that, and so we came and we we're like we need to um make a song based on what Andy just said. But so like literally we was on the phone listening to instrumentals that we'd been sent. And then he was like, I was down in the rain. And then he said, I'm going to change it. And I said, no, keep that. That's the perfect hook. And so um, when I went to his house, it was funny because usually I write before I go to the studio. And we did it literally in his bedroom. But li- this is the first time I think I was writing in the studio. So literally we wrote the song in what, 30 minutes after we had the hook. It was actually a quick process as well. You guys are obviously selected. You're in preparations now for February 3rd. Can you give us any hints about staging, how you guys will perform the song on the night, or is it all tight-lipped at the moment? I'm going to keep it brief. Uh, it's going to rain. It's, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. <laughs> it is Ireland. I one thing I would like people to know as well is that, like, on Twitter, we are actually looking at people's opinions and seeing, okay, yeah, this would make sense, and this will actually are taking people's uh, feedback and advice. So, yeah, it's actually nice seeing people talk about it on Twitter, but, but uh, in constructively, anyway. Yeah. Some people are yeah. just like, nah, this song, this song is trash. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's Twitter. That's Twitter, <laughs> especially the Eurovision fandom. <laughs> yeah, but it's good that you guys are obviously taking on feedback and and mm-hmm, you know, 100%. but it's good as well. Go with your hearts and you mm-hmm. know, follow the original path of the song as Do well. Do it's so. true to you, exactly. And I know but, it's difficult in that late late studio. Like it's not really like ideal. We we're like parrot things all the time. It's not really the best place. I think, yeah. um, for like the space and stuff, mm-hmm. but like. Yeah, just keep true to yourselves in the best way you can in the space that you have. Um, and, and like, it's a fun song. So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. make fun and the audience will enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. One, thing that, one thing that, like, I, um, I want people to know is that we do, we have acknowledged the fact that it's not inherently a Eurovision song, if that makes sense, the typical Eurovision song. But I feel like it's important for people to realise that this is diff- it's different and it could potentially do uh, well, especially with the fact that the semi-final is all televoted, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like the whole, so the whole world can vote in this one, is it? Technically, yeah, now they can. In the new, yeah. yeah in the I new voting like system. That would, I feel like that would benefit us a lot. Like mm-hmm. so many different countries would be able to vote for us. So that would be very big. Yeah, making it international is good. And I think definitely like we've seen over the last years, this idea of a Eurovision song has mm. faded away. Yeah. Like the, 
there's not much of this like fit the mold thing anymore that like it has to be pop it has to be like like if you look even at the winners of the last like six seven years they're all so different um Mm -hmm. so there's a hundred percent a place for you guys as artists and this kind of song and I think for us as Irish fans that's why it was so refreshing to see your song yeah in the lineup it was like we've never had something like this in contentions that's yeah. very exciting very exciting and what would it mean to you guys to represent Ireland at Eurovision if you're picked on February the 3rd it, it would mean the world honestly it would mean the world um, like we said in our, in our quote we, we've been watching Eurovision as kids with our parents and stuff so to get the support of Ireland the whole country to to look at K-Money and Indy and, and, and look at Down in the Rain as a song which could be representing them at Eurovision it would be brilliant honestly it, it would mean the world and it would be it would be a great experience for us, but also for the for the whole of Ireland to bring something new and something fresh to the table to Eurovision. Took the words out of my mouth. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, absolutely, lads. We can't wait to see you guys on the stage on February third, and fingers crossed it goes well for you. And you know, I'm sure if you guys get selected, you'll do an absolute fantastic job. And you seem great crack as well, so that's always a bonus. <laughs> I love your setup as well. The setup behind you is really nice. Oh, thank you. Little faces and all of them. We're narcissists. We're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny as well? To prepare for Eurovision, we were actually watching you guys. Uh, we are listening to you guys' podcast, especially the episode with Brooke. And now I'm a big Brooke fan because of you guys. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, thank you, lads. Oh, uh, That's dude. great. Well, so we're like, also uh, big Brooke fans. Yeah. You can do a collab or something. 100%. Know. If you're watching Brooke, hey. <laughs> <laughs> She's playing a show in the Academy in May. Yeah. I need to get tickets. <laughs> you could be the support, like yeah, get, sport act. Get in there. <laughs> it was so nice to talk to you, lads. Uh, thank Thanks you so, so much. much. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having us. It's a pleasure. So there we have it. K Money and ND from Longford. What lovely, lovely guys. They were such a pleasure to chat to. Just really interesting, representing a different part of the country with Longford. And I think Down in the Rain could really surprise people. I'm quite I think excited so. to see it now. I think so. Yeah. Looking great lads, just great crack. And you can tell they're genuine friends as well. You know, they're, yeah. they have a great story behind them. I and love that K-Money just entered an ND. Just for the crack. Was none yeah. the wiser. <laughs> like, that shocked me. I was just like, what? Connor, imagine like one of us entered. <laughs> Thank Edinburgh. God he was happy with it though. Imagine being like, ah, yeah. oh no. Yeah, well, and they're then, clearly on the same wavelength. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. It just shows, well shows that they're great friends. Yeah, but, oh, yeah no, Looking forward to seeing their performance. and Exciting times to come. And this is just one of the reasons why I love Eurovision in general. Like, just this kind of, like, I don't know if I would have heard of these lads no, without yeah. this selection. So there's clearly so much value in it, you yeah. know. Um, so we'll be we'll be following them now forever and seeing what they get up to. And best of luck, K-Money and Andy on best of luck, lads. February the 3rd. So that's all from us. Do give us a follow on Instagram, on Twitter. We are at Aerovision Podcast on Instagram and Aerovision Pod on Twitter. If you are the kind who likes to send emails, do send us an email as well. Follow our podcast so you don't miss any of our next episodes dropping. Please feel free also to give us a review. If mm-hmm. you enjoy listening to us, that will help other fans, especially Irish fans, find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Of course, as you know, we're in the middle of this series. So if there's any artists coming up we haven't yet spoken to, now is the time. Get your questions in. And Absolutely. Lots of exciting times to come. Yeah. See you in the next episode. And for now, we will say... Slán Gafal! Gafal.
说。